This is a HeadGum Podcast. Support for the show is brought to you by the new Audible original, Heads Will Roll, from Saturday Night Live's Kate McKinnon and co-creator Emily Lynn. It's a royally raunchy, scripted audio comedy. Listen free with a 30-day trial. Just go to audible.com slash vultureheads. That's audible.com slash vultureheads. Hello, and welcome to Good One, a podcast about jokes. I'm your host, Vulture Senior Editor, Jesse David Fox. I hope you've been liking these bonus episodes, as I have one last one before the show's sixth season starts next Monday, May 27th. This is an exciting one, because literally I've been trying to release this thing as a bonus episode essentially since the podcast started. But, and this is true, we couldn't find the audio recording. It was lost in a sea of hard drives held across a number of companies, so we scoured, and right after giving up, we found one last hard drive, and there it was, and here we are. What you're about to hear was the first ever reunion of the hilarious cult favorite sitcom Happy Endings, recorded at the 2016 New York Vulture Festival. Joining me were all the stars, Eliza Coop, Elisha Cuthbert, Zachary Knighton, Casey Wilson, Adam Pally, and Damon Wayne Jr., along with the show's creator, David Casp, and the showrunner, Jonathan Groff. Not that Jonathan Groff. Since that's a lot of people, what I did was asked everyone on the panel to pick their favorite scene or moment from the show, and we used that to talk about what it was like making the show as a whole. Sound familiar? I should note one small thing. This, this was the first time they had been in the same place for a while, so many of them hung out the night before. I'll leave it there. So, here is the Happy Endings Reunion. Take it away, me! So when did you guys last see each other before this all together? Last episode, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that was their wedding. 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 Casey and David's wedding. wedding. David's wedding. Yeah. Um, did you They're guys married. It was a real <laughs> shit show. They got married. It wasn't great. <laughs> Have you been able to keep in touch since the show's wrap? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we stay in touch. Yeah, we always stay in touch. It's really, it's quite sad. Uh, <laughs> It's we talk. I think we all pretty much talk on the reg, and that's again very, uh, very. That means regularly. We, <laughs> we just put our hands in the middle, very sadly, outside, and Adam led us in a chant of living in the past. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, how much of the sh- uh, the show success would you credit to the real friendship you guys had off stage? It's tough to put a number on uh-huh. it. You want an exact number of credit that we yeah. should take? Yeah, like percentage. It's all, all of it. <laughs> so um, before the panel, I had them all pick their favorite episodes. So we're going to kind of go through this series through each episode as a way of looking at the whole thing. And then we'll have a Q&A at the end. So think of your questions now. So the first episode that was picked was Adam picked the pilot. I think we should have a picture. He picked the pilot. I'm act so I'm act so shocked. Pilot. Picking picking the pilot as my favorite episode is my most selfless act. <laughs> I, I mean, I really appreciate it, but why, why, what was your thought process going into that pit? Well, there were several factors in, in me picking the pilot. One, I don't remember any other episode. <laughs> uh, and two, and, and, and B, uh, I, there was something, I don't know, it, it, when the question was asked, it was the first thing that popped into my mind, because there was something special that happened 
right away, like it, it, it just felt awesome. And it was my first like real job. So I didn't, I thought all, that was like, well, this is just, you just meet new best friends. Yeah. And, and. Not always it, the case. It's not always the case, but also, and then the, it just like, the writing felt right for all of us. And it was just, everyone was just like, oh, this is, it was easy and good. And so it, it felt like from moment one, this was going to be something that we were going to be doing for a while. It also it also took like three times longer to shoot than any other episode because we kept. <laughs> That's why I remember it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we shot a kind of not great ending. That remember that three o'clock in the morning oh, yeah. freezing on the sunny lot, and it was not good at all. <laughs> what what happened that other ending? What do you? All six characters died. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really stupid thing to do in a pilot. It's just because it's more about what happens next than yeah. we killed them. All. <laughs> and it's not a very happy ending. No, that was <laughs> nice. Just ending. <laughs> oh God. What do you else? What do you, do you guys? Do you all remember reading the script for the first time? What do you thought? I read it and thought it was a different show. Because <laughs> I was given two scripts that were about friends, and I read one that, I don't know, someone told me it was Happy Endings, and it was shit. And so then when they called me for it, I was like, I don't want to do that, and I read the wrong script. So then I finally read the right script, and I was like, oh, it's not as shit. <laughs> That's sort of the headline of my career, not as shit. <laughs> A David Cast joint. Yeah. <laughs> my seven years in Hollywood. Anybody else? Or do you remember like, meeting each other, or even your auditions? We met at the Disney, were we in like some sort of conference room yeah. that first time? But no, you weren't there yet, were you? No, I wasn't there. I was on another show, show. that was a sinking ship. <laughs> yeah. It pulled you from that, yeah, yeah. And these guys were like, you should do this thing. And I was like, I don't even need to read it. I just need a job. So I'll, I'll, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I made him well, buy Pally is saying that his favorite episode was the pilot. So it seems like it was a, like kind of a good script though, right? <laughs> No, that I don't. <laughs> I think I don't it's know, the experience. The experience as a whole, yeah. I don't know. Right, right, right. That sort of grew out. out of the right. Who wrote the pilot? Right, Who right. was the guy that? Yeah. The story with the. the, uh, we, with had the pilot, we had breakfast, right? Me, yeah, we did. We had breakfast. We couldn't find Over a guy to. We couldn't find Beautiful. anybody to play Dave. Like, it was just a hard, super Cass, hard part Cass, didn't you do a table read? Yeah. Yes, that David was hilarious. There's a table read. I had to read the, uh, there's a secret video, video of David reading. <laughs> oh my I had God, to read I'd it. love to see that. Yeah. I would I bet it's die to see that. It really you know what? That if I could hilarious. give one note. <laughs> <laughs> on me reading at the table read? If I could give one note to David on his read at the table. <laughs> sure. More energy. <laughs> Not an actor. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, how much did the the original pilot different from what you imagined the show end up being? When from what your script was to what actually ended up being? I mean, it was it was better than I thought it could be <laughs> for sure. Um, I don't know. It was we just got really lucky. Everyone was so funny that they just made everything funnier. Things that you know that I didn't really think were jokes, kind of were then delivered in a way that was funny. Um, Do you remember a specific one? Well, the word, I mean, not to give my wife <laughs> the first shout out, but the word, <laughs> the word amazing was it. written as amazing. It's pretty clear my sort of contribution to the, <laughs> to the uh, show. Um, no, but everybody did stuff like that. Everybody added hilarious uh, 
hilarious jokes and jokes for other people. I remember, God, what was that? Damon had a pitch in the finale of season one that he gave to Zach that was funny. Remember that one? Yes, it was. About the uh, grandma seeing she's going to freak out when she sees me at the hotel or, or she, uh, Oh, yeah. Racist grandma. Oh, I don't remember. It was in the lobby. <laughs> but that was Damon. He gave, like, it was a funny joke, but it wasn't the, the right joke for Brad, so he gave it to, to Zach. It's Zach. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to remember who gave it to him. I played Dave. Zach? Yeah, yeah. I was on the show for <laughs> uh, But they all added so much shit all the time that it was... I'm going to give a shout-out, a I quick shout-out that I kind of gave in person last night is that, that really... Why are we giving shout-outs? To Zach Knight, it's extremely premature. To Zach Knight, because I think that that, ca that character of Dave is hard to play and, and be, like, he got totally screwed in the pilot and then be funny and sympathetic and a guy you root for. And I remember you had no sleep and came in from the other show that you were doing. Flash forward. Flash forward. <laughs> When we got canceled, we had three times the amount of viewers this show. <laughs> of course. Of course. Hey. <laughs> it wasn't because of me. No, it no, clearly they didn't come very true. with me. <laughs> I think when we premiered at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday, we had more viewers than Modern Family has now. <laughs> I, think I think it's all sort of relative. Shit. Um, Thank you, <laughs> but Zach, Zach came in and like he had no sleep, and we shot the scene where Alex shows up with the uh, cornrow, the braids, and everything. And and he had that really funny joke, which we may have written on the day about you look like Predator. Uh, <laughs> but you also played the drama. You guys played the drama of it so well, and it's like, oh shit! I remember that day going like, this could work because like this central relationship and this guy is both likable and a sad guy who's listening to uh, Indigo Girls <laughs> nonstop. Thank you, Grant. And eats the, and, and, and holds the hand of the chocolate bro of chocolate. Just got the biggest great moment. Roasting. I remember sitting at, I remember sitting when you started that scene with the, where you're so pissed off and you flip that Tylenol yes. bottle or whatever. Uh. And we do remember it was, there was a great example of, I did not imagine it like angry and loud like that, but that's how I played it and it was great. And, yeah. and, uh, Everyone felt really good, especially the female studio execs sitting next to the monitor as Zach came out shirtless. People were, <laughs> I remember them all saying, this show's gonna go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. And why did you feel the pilot is or isn't addictive to the show that then ended up being the show three seasons in? I mean, there's, there's definitely similarities, but kind of what was there and what do you think came later? Well, I think it was indicative. It was the beginning of like us pushing the pace. I think we felt that when we got there that you could, every character could move really quickly. And I remember uh, Joe Russo being like, uh, I want you all to watch the social network this weekend. <laughs> and I want you to go 10 times faster. <laughs> and like, that was the note. That was the note that we got. And it was actually like, we all came to work on Monday, like ripping through lines. And it, and it felt, we were instantly like, oh, this is how you have to do it. You gotta do it really fast. And, and that, I think that became kind of like the, the, one of the things that we could hang our hat on yeah. um, was that we, we tried to at least like have the, the most jokes per minute. It guaranteed, that pace guaranteed that 
anybody over the age of 37 could not really enjoy the program. <laughs> <laughs> My mom, literally her friends watched it with the subtitles on. Like, yeah. close, <laughs> that's not a joke, with closed captions. She's like, yeah, they love it. They have to slow it, like pause it and read it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll go to the second episode, which is David, your episode, which is Yes And Which, season two, <laughs> episode three. It's hard to know by title. Yeah. Um, you know, I could not pick one. There, I, there's a lot that I sort of hate equally um, across the board. Uh, but I just, usually we would do three stories and I feel like a lot of times like one would be great and then one wouldn't make any sense and we'd have to recut it and then like the third one we'd lose completely. So, but this was one where I thought all three stories were really funny. I thought Pally and Damon and Eliza doing the improv with the limo was really great, and then <laughs> Zach's, uh, <laughs> Zach, Zach's Navajo thing uh, was so funny. Um, and then the, I always loved the sing fighting between uh, yeah. Casey and Megan. And then there were a lot of scenes where they were all together, which was always when I thought the show was funniest. And then we just started doing all the cold opens where all of them were together, because that was when the show was the funniest, I thought. So you had a lot of great parent visiting episodes. What do you think was so, what made those works particularly good of all the? Well, we got great, I mean, Michael McKeon is yeah. my dad. <laughs> Damon Wayans, Damon Wayans Sr. Yeah. Look. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's your dad. <laughs> Alan Rachens and Caroline Aaron as, okay. We didn't, and they maybe nail it with Max's back. Julie, uh... <laughs> Groth. Groth. Slam. Awesome. We didn't do have to work in this she, town. She was mean. She was mean. She was mean. She was mean. <laughs> she was she mean. said something, she said, I swear she said something like, uh, yeah, this, like, this is ever going to get on the air. Yeah, she said, <laughs> we were filming that, we were we filming, yeah, we were filming the, the scene where we meet my parents. It's like the first time I ever met her, and I went in and I was like, oh, it's so nice to meet you. I think you're going to have a really good time here. And she was like, oh, this isn't going on the air. <laughs> oh, my God, I remember that. Don't even, also, yes. they never don't came even, back. They don't even kid yourself. She was like, yeah. don't even kid yourself. And I was like, what? This is, and in my head, I was like, I bought a house. <laughs> Yikes. So as you mentioned, the sing fighting, what was, what was in the script and then what was the, the well, that, like, was, did you make up the melodies? Um, All the dialogue was in the script. But you guys made up the melodies. Yes, we did yeah. make up the melodies and Megan and I had so much fun. It was like being in high school, you know, we just make up I'm sure you all make up dances. <laughs> Everybody exactly. had that collective experience. Everybody directed their high school musicals and was shunned. <laughs> we, yeah, we had so much fun and we just played around together and we had a good kind of synergy together and she's so funny and we had a great time. And then the choreography at the end, was that? <laughs> also Megan and I. <laughs> I remember walking out of my trailer and seeing them like. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then you, and then you. That. It truly was the greatest moment of my life. You know, I thought, you know how your gifts sometimes, maybe once in a lifetime, will come together? And it might be something small. I was like, choreographing this boat show dance with Megan is the highest I can climb. <laughs> And then, so, the, 
the improv storyline I thought was very funny. Also, how did that come about, especially because I believe you had a lot of improvisers in the writer's room. Was the goal, did they, were they just being made fun of in the room and like, let's make that a plot point? I think they were making fun of us. Yeah, I think it was more about, yeah, uh, yeah, I think we were the butt you know, of that. Honestly, not to disappoint anyone, but a lot of it was we need to break a story so that we can write the script by tomorrow. <laughs> and that's just what we what came a up bummer. with. What, what a bummer. What a bummer. If what I we could. Came up Everyone's with. like, oh, I thought you took care with that. <laughs> uh, no, it was, yeah, it was, I don't know. We, I don't know how we came up with that one. Do you remember? No. No. Do you remember? Uh, someone Navajo? was actually in an improv think class for their relationship. Which I remember we got so stupid. Somebody got pushed. Oh yeah, that's right. Somebody pushed back on it at the network, or yeah, didn't want. They thought like, oh, whenever you do improv on TV shows, it's bad. But it's like we have good improvers, and so we'll make it funny. Yeah. When the the Navajo storyline, were there other options, or did Navajo kind of stand out as exactly who? Well, there was Comanche. There was. <laughs> uh, I don't Navajo know, really like, rules. I know why. Because we had a writer, Sierra yeah. Nalis, oh, who yeah, yeah. is uh, Native American and Navajo. <clears throat> yeah. And we felt like she, we basically, it was one of those awkward things where it was like, can we do this? And she was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there really were too many names. I don't know the other ones that they named, but I will also say the prank episode, Halloween the first year when they were at the suburban house, and then. Second year. Um, that was second season. I don't know, second season. Yeah. Speaking of, the next episode is episode, season two, episode five, spooky episodes. All right. The uh, spooky endings, the Halloween episode. So uh, Casey and Zach picked that. Aww. <laughs> I just loved it. I love Damon and Eliza's storyline. <laughs> <In Aww>, yeah. <laughs> I just loved everybody in it. I loved Alicia. Uh, with, oh, was that, was was that a man? man? Yeah, man was. And yeah, was so such, a, such a great fit. And, <laughs> and obviously, Adam and I had the most torturous week of all time. You loved it. The fact that we got out of there, the fact that we got out of there and did not kill each other. I mean, like, yeah. we were pretty good that week. We, we didn't have many fights. Yeah, but we had to have rules. Of we had rules. <laughs> we had rules. A lot of rules. <laughs> a lot of boundaries. A lot of boundaries. It's uncomfortable, you know? And then yeah. I always had to be in it with Matt Besser. So it was like, you at least got to swap out. I would have different <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> like a but I remember seeing Besser, I remember seeing Besser, like, after he was in it. And, like, I walked by him and he was like, it's no joke, man. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, it's no joke in there. With, like, my <laughs> Real breast deal. You gotta, sweat, like, like, dripping <laughs> down your face. Holding up Wilson's breast sweat. <laughs> it's as, it's as high as I can climb. <laughs> and Zach, why did you pick the episode? Uh, I, I really love uh, holiday episodes on comedy TV. You always have. You always I always have. have. You've always said that. It's your thing. I've always it's, said that. It's, it's a mantra. It's really, thing. it's a mantra. Yep. Yeah. first breakfast. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Got you the job. <laughs> I said, how many holiday episodes are we going to do, man? I'll do Any it. Any holiday episode. Yeah. I always feel like everybody does Christmas episodes. Not a lot of Halloween episodes. Yep. Fred Savage directed this episode. Mm -hmm. Every time I run into that. Every time I see Fred Savage, he's like, oh, but man, that Halloween episode. It, classic. Television classic, <laughs> sweating. And yeah. Also, like, thanks for calling it a classic. Yeah, yeah. If you directed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I just love that episode. And I also felt like, for me, in the course of the show, you know, we, my character always went back and forth between 
being a, a straight man, uh, being the romance thing with the Alex and Dave, and I felt like this episode was a, the first time I got a, a fun, a chance to be really funny, and you know, everybody started writing. I, I think like the network is like, we need the will they or won't they, and we were all like, oh, that's not really funny, but. And then when the network didn't give a shit about us, <laughs> we started just doing funny stuff. And yeah. I just specifically remember this episode for me was like, I started to have fun. Were you trying to do a good Austin Powers or they're like, do a bad oh, That was my best oh. shot. <laughs> that was oh. my best shot. Tough question. Tough lining of questions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how did you pick, how did you guys pick the, the costumes that they would all have? Gil Ozeri, a very funny writer, had the idea for the baby one. Yes. Um, I feel like Gil and Jackie were walking around the lot a lot in that. <laughs> yes, they tried it out and now Casey and I have it at our home. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Gil might have come up with the other costume too. I can't remember, honestly. I just remember specifically Gil Ozeri coming up with the baby one. And yeah. the first time we saw a picture of it when they had to try it on and everybody in the room just laughed. It was just funny looking. <laughs> Is it a real costume or they had to make up a costume? For yes. It? Yeah, Carrie Smith, our costume designer, yeah, Carrie Smith. Came and her team built that. And it was, I remember going over to look at it in the, co in the costume room. Yeah. And in the wardrobe department going like, it's oh. a little Hollywood backstory. It's called the costume room. The costume room. <laughs> Terms. Yeah. It's important to remember them. Yeah. And it was like, oh, that's going to be, yeah. going to be horrible for the actor. Yeah, it was like a harness. Really it was a kind of a walker, like yeah. an elderly. Yeah, it was like a walker backwards, you were so on that a I could chair. sit you on it. On a little rolling underneath chair. was a ball, like a like a giant medicine ball. <laughs> And then, and so I was like this, and then my hands had to be like this. <laughs> Remember, because the baby arms were so right, close. Right. So I had to like put my hands up and like this. And then to move them, I, I could only like <laughs> range of motion like that, like just like a little and bit. And then I do remember you'd always be like, I'm so tired, I'm so tired. Can I lean back on your bosom? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it, it was a hot, first of all, it was very hot very in there. Hot. <laughs> and you couldn't itch anything. I remember, like, I'd have an itch and I'd have to, like, get the baby hand, like, <laughs> my face. <laughs> that, was, that was a big episode for Max and Penny. What was so special about you guys together? I mean, it's one of the, the big things. Of this I, I don't know. I, that's, like, a secret, I don't know, a secret oh. sauce to my life. Now, I would say since, like, <laughs> we, it is, it's like a weird ingredient that, like, I don't Secret know. Secret what? Sauce, I said. Sauce. It was an alliteration and it just came out. All <laughs> <laughs> right, they're not all winners. <laughs> it's about batting average. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, Casey, like, we had met a long, long time ago, and I always, you know, was just obsessed with her and her work and 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 then when we both got the show at it was like the exact same time we I remember emailing each other and being like this is gonna be so fun and then the next day we were on a test with a remember you're uh -oh. bringing in other actors oh, yeah, yeah. don't name him I won't name him I, I don't even remember his name they, Carolyn Aaron <laughs> Carolyn Aaron they brought in another actor to test for Dave and 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 they were brought me and Casey in and they're like we'll just see how this dynamic works the guy I, th I think we killed him. <laughs> I think he died a death that day. He literally moved to New York. He to moved to New York. Yeah, he's like now taking photos. Like he was like, I'll never act again. <laughs> and we walked out of there, and I, I just was like, Oh, I'm in love. Like I found my 
comedy, like, I don't know, every, and we talk, I would say, like, multiple times a day, which is, again, super sad. There's, like, <laughs> way other people in both our lives, but... Uh, I don't feel the same. <laughs> I think Casey's probably proud of it, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, it's luck, which is, like... Adam uh, is, I think we can all <laughs> agree, just a loose cannon comes to mind. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. But you have a quality that I... I most admire in someone, which is truly, we all say like, oh, I don't care, I give zero fucks. It's like, no, 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 you give zero fucks. <laughs> like, it's it's so refreshing, you fly so free. <laughs> so unhinged. Yeah. I love it. No filter. Yeah. yeah, I also did enough MDMA to kill a horse last night. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. <laughs> JK, 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 JK. Damon. Damon. Damon, little Damon being awfully quiet. Little Damon, baby Damon. Little baby Damon. Oh, baby Damon. Oh, you're so cute, baby Damon. That's not a dance floor, that's a penny. <laughs> It was rough Fame. last night. It was rough. <laughs> it was rough. Um, Alicia, you got to play accidentally in drag that episode. Yeah. How was that? Did you try to find most comfortable material? episode I've ever known? <laughs> did you did you study drag performance to feel like how to modulate it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no, I do remember that episode being a lot of fun too because I got to get up and dance and do that whole like. Oh right. Thing and the walk down the alley. Yeah. In front of like a bunch of like background people and I was just like, ah, this is gonna be great. And then I was like super nervous and but it ended up going really well, so that was good. And I don't know, the voice was really difficult. We kept trying to figure out are they gonna should I put on the, the man voice while we shoot, or are they gonna like in post change it up, make it, you know. And they didn't have to. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Keep doing what you're and doing. Was, I was just doing my thing. <laughs> As you mentioned, Matt Besser was in that episode. A lot of episodes had a lot of like prominent members of the LA comedy community. What was it about those people that you were so excited to cast them, and what do you think they bring to the show, or brought to the show? Well, I mean, I, I, uh, I always love to just get people that can make the script better and funnier and add shit, and I'm, none of us, none of the writers were ever precious with like, it has to be exactly how we wrote it. I mean, we would want to hear that once, if possible, <laughs> you know? Um, but we always were like, put it in your own words, you know, and if, you, if people had a funny joke to add, add it. Um, so you have to get super funny people. So we always were, were trying to get those people, and that's, that's, we got really lucky. I mean, if you go back through it, it's, it's, it's I a mean, who's who. Yeah. The only regret of that at all ever was like, sometimes we would just like, we've got to get the funniest possible person. If somebody had the time, like, we got Matt Walsh to be the announcer in the kickball uh, episode, and he was super funny, and it was great to have him, but it's like, oh, we just used Matt Walsh for that part, and it's like, this was before Veep, we could have maybe had him come back, and, but who cares? I mean, it was a real who's who of who's that. <laughs> Much the way- no, Nobody knows who Matt Walsh is. Uh, oh. 
Maybe. I, much the way, it's a, it's a who's who of who's that, much the way the internet will look at this panel. <laughs> and say, who is reuniting? Why? I remember at our wedding, you gave a speech that was a roast to me. And I was like, oh, Adam, we'll stand up and really say something beautiful about our friendship. I mean, where was what you just said? At my wedding, you were like, hey, says, oh, I was, I was reading the room. I was reading the room. And you were like, you roasted me so hard and you said my wedding was a who's who of the internet. It was. There were so many web videos there. <laughs> web video stars. So many web video stars. Uh, so the next episode is season two, episode 13, The Valentine's Day Massacre. Massacre. So, Damon, this was uh, your pick. Why did yeah. you pick it? I uh, picked this one, I thought. You picked this, the spooky You picked this one, too? I did. Uh, I, I liked it because uh, I got to do a lot of physical comedy in it. And, um, you know, I was a big fan of Jim Carrey growing up. And uh, I got to do this little dance number in there, like, where I was on my, <laughs> in a dentist's office. Uh, and we got to improvise it, like, on the fly. It was pretty cool to, like, come up with that. It was like a weird shot that was like really long and... Joe Russo. That yeah. was Joe Russo. Oh, Joe, Joe Russo gets some yeah. credit for yeah. that. Joe he was, Russo. Uh, he, he directed that. It. So that's what kind of sparked him doing Captain Marvel. America, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which none of us like, have been <laughs> invited to be involved no. in. Yeah, that's no. weird. Yeah. Told to stay away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask about the Russo brothers. What did you feel like they brought to the show? Obviously, you said the, time, the, the, the pacing of it, but what else did they bring? A lot, lot of, of extra takes. A lot, lot of, of takes. <laughs> longer days. Longer days. Uh, can get home to see the family. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> I think they brought a confidence, mm, I would say, yes. that they, they walked around, even in that pilot, like Joe would wear that like little sergeant's jacket. <laughs> swag. And, swag. and he would just walk around yeah. and like, you'd be nervous because you're like, it's a pilot, I want this to be picked up, and Joe would be like, oh, of course it's getting picked up. I never do a show if it's not. And you're like, <laughs> and you're like oh, that's oddly confident, and maybe this guy knows, and then like, you'd, you'd be like, I hope this show is good. He's like, of course it's good, it's good. Don't worry. <laughs> And then, and so, like, I think we all started picking up on that, like, oh, well, these guys like it, we're good, we're, you know, we're fine. Yeah. You know, one thing I will give him a ton of credit, or both of them a ton of credit, is that a lot of directors don't really want the writer to talk directly to the actors, and they never cared about that, and that being the pilot from the beginning, started it where he would, you know, he would be like, yeah, go in, whatever you want to say, and tell them whatever you want to say, which was, um, then what we did in every episode going forward, and most directors kind of hated working on the show because of that, because they would literally like set everything up and then the writer at any level, if it was our staff writer or whatever, would just walk right past them, <laughs> right into the cat, you know, yeah. give acting notes, give pitches, give all that stuff and come back and the director would have to be like, what, what did you tell them, you know? Um, so that's, that's why we did it. use specific people over and over, just the people that would kind of, let, you know, were cool with that sort of best idea wins. Yeah, and I think that's what's so special about our show is that uh, a lot of shows, the, the writers kind of hate the actors, the actors kind of hate the writers. Everybody just wanted to be funny. So it was, yeah. it, and we, re, we would 
look to the writers way more than the directors that would come in. It was just like, oh, you're the guy, you're the guy that's gonna fuck me tonight and leave me tomorrow. That guy's gonna, <laughs> that guy's gonna be, not, I, <laughs> I didn't fuck him. Uh, but no, we had a very symbiotic relationship yeah. and it was, there was no, everybody's kind of comedy ego were always put aside and yeah. the best joke would win and we would pitch each other jokes. We, totally. Like that joke you were talking about, Damon, I, I got that joke and that was a great joke that Damon pitched and that was kind of, the environment of the entire run of the show. I will say, just to that Dennis office scene, is that was Damon's first take, was the one that yeah. got him. I remember watching that on set. Yeah. That was that's still one of my favorites. I remember watching I, it on set and being like, that's um, the best thing I've ever seen. Me too, I yeah. thought that is, Damon is my favorite performer on <laughs> what he's doing right now. Is yeah. <laughs> she did that. She did that. Mm. Um, that was a, sweet. A big episode for uh, Brad and Jane. What do you think was the secret to your guys' chemistry that ran through the entire series? We had a lot of sex in our trailer together. <laughs> a lot of finger stuff. <laughs> Pardon me. Finger yeah. stuff here. Really big hands. Yeah, that's the only way. Only way I can finish. Yeah. So, question answered. <laughs> Favorite. <laughs> no, we uh, we uh, we, you know, we just like to make each other laugh. That was that was it. We spent a lot of time together. Uh, usually our episodes were you know a couple episodes, so we would just always be laughing constantly, pitching each other jokes, and be like, and she'd say some something funny in the middle of a take, and I'd be like, you should actually say that, you know, when the camera's rolling. <laughs> and then she would do it, and she would do the same for me, and it was just great. When we did our rap party, you guys remember the, they do outtakes and just show all the bloopers. Literally 99.9% .9 of the outtakes were Damon and Eliza just doing their weird language and <laughs> yeah. the things, I, I don't even know what was going on. Well, they both do the same, they both do the same long laugh. Yeah. That's how you know. That's how you know if you if you got them for real. Like if you if Damon and Orlai is so weird that they have the same laugh. If you get them, if something's really funny, it's a long wind up to the laugh. They're like, Why? Why? And that's like a genuine. Then you've got them. Yeah. They do it. So the outtake was like, the outtake reel was like two vultures squawking. You're welcome, vulture. Said I would do it. So that was the episode where we meet Grant. I mean, there, there's a lot made at the time, especially of Max being a different sort of gay character. Why did you feel like that was the time for him to meet, have a more serious relationship? And especially as playing him, what, what was good about playing that that moment at that time. I'm gonna burst your bubble here and say, who's Grant? <laughs> I'm gonna piggyback on that and say I would love an actor's name or something. Or a face, sure you have an image Grant of that? Do, yeah. <laughs> I don't this is when we need the fucking moment. Yeah, this is Grant the image the I need. I think it was Maybe throw a picture up. James James oh, Paul. Jimmy Wall. James 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 Wall.
Oh, I was psyched about that. I mean, like, that was uh, my first chance on the show to play, like, a, like third, I don't know, third or fourth dimension. I don't know. I was, like, it was nice to, like, see Max be really interested and invested in something. Yeah. So it was fun for me. I got to finally, like, do that. And it was great. Um, and James Wilkes is a really great actor, and we had a really nice chemistry. He's a really good straight man. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> That's so, is that cause? <laughs> disappointing. <laughs> disappointing. <laughs> anyway, uh, he's a really good straight man. And, and I felt that he was uh, like, like often guest stars when they would come on our show sometimes, they would catch the vibe like day one and they would, it, it was like, Oh my God, I don't have to listen to anybody? Like, <laughs> people's eyes would go wide and they'd be like, and then we'd have to like reel them back in because you're like, oh no, only these guys don't have to listen to anybody. <laughs> um, but so I think that he was really psyched to be there like that. I mean, you'd have to ask him. I don't know, I haven't talked to yeah. him. <laughs> uh, that episode had the, the joke where uh, Damon's character points out how they're all characters from Friends. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Or is there a debate about pointing that out, or did you feel like it had to be said at some point? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't no, think so there was much debate. I mean, we just thought it was a funny joke. All right. Um, oh, that was the that was the joke. Yeah, that was <laughs> where Eliza said uh, <laughs> when my my character was like super like woozy from all the uh, yeah. yeah, and I got I got in, and she had to weekend at Bernie Mac's over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He had recently died too. Yeah. <laughs> Very recently. Terrible. Did we put That's that? So funny. <laughs> you hear the wind up? <laughs> like he had died three weeks earlier. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and also the the full hysterecto joke. <laughs> that is a joke written, and I will say to that episode too is that episode was written by two of my childhood friends, the Lindman brothers. Um, and that full hysterecto joke, Casey does not seem to okay. like it. I went on Rachel Ray. It was one of the first talk shows I'd ever done, and I was nervous, and they said, we want to do a segment where, you're, you know, we highlight how your character likes to shorten words. And so I guess my mind went blank, and I was like 10 minutes before the show, and I texted the Lipman brothers and you. I have to blame you two for this. And they're this pair of brothers that wrote Unhappy Endings that are just quite a pair. <laughs> and they're really hilarious guys, and they had written a lot of Penny's like shortenings of words, and they pitched me to stay on Rachel Ray, which I did, and they had to edit it out. <laughs> I cannot even say, it's gonna fall flat here. It falls so fucking flat. They told me to do, as like a bit, dubby mastecti. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh that is so damn funny. I'm crying. I'm crying from that. Oh, my God. That is so funny. Not here. <laughs> it was good here. Don't eat 
Support for the show is brought to you by the new Audible original, Heads Will Roll, from Saturday Night Live's Kate McKinnon and co-creator Emily Lynn. Enter the Night Realm, where evil Queen Martwana and her Dizzy Raven sidekick must put down a peasant rebellion and save the throne. Will their friendship survive sensitive generals, chatty sex slaves, whiny behemoths, princes with bird fetishes, and the notion of democracy? This audio satire also features the wicked talents of Meryl Streep, Tim Gunn, Peter Dinklage, Queer Eyes Fab Five, Aidy Bryant, and so many more. It's a scripted audio comedy that's like TV for your ears. Listen free with a 30-day trial. Just go to audible.com slash vultureheads. That's audible.com slash vultureheads. Sometimes we get asked how listeners can support the podcast besides, you know, downloading it and listening to it and telling your friends. And honestly, if I were to be honest, honestly, the answer is by getting an online subscription to New York Magazine and its family of sites. For just $5 a month, you get unlimited access to all things New York, including Vulture, The Cut, Grub Street, Intelligencer, and The Strategist. Subscriptions keep the lights on, which is good because no one would do this podcast in the dark. It would be creepy. But seriously, the subscriptions really help. To get yourselves one of your own, visit nymag.com slash subscribe and get your first month free. The next episode is four weddings and a funeral, minus three weddings and one funeral. <laughs> Jonathan, uh... This is when my hair started to go gray and ABC decided this color was gonna work. <laughs> that's Dave's, like, that's the dark night period for Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Pally was stoned for sure. <laughs> Anytime he's wearing glasses in a scene, he's stoned. <laughs> it's okay, I only wear sunglasses every day. Hi, Liza. I think you look great. That was my favorite wardrobe ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was so comfy. <laughs> But this does highlight Steven Guarino, who we should talk, yeah. we should he's talk about. He's amazing. Terrific. He's so talented. He played Derek, and he was amazing. Steven Guarino. Yeah. I actually Love played him. two characters on this episode. <laughs> I know you're going. Well, Damon was shooting. Damon was shooting uh, a movie simultaneously, where he played a he played a a, a cop, a, and he had to sneak into a house. Yeah, he had to sneak into a Big Mama's house. Well, was there a question? Uh, I didn't even ask one yet. You told us. You just put up the picture and said, "Have at it." So, Jonathan, why did you pick this episode? I picked this episode because there's not only hilarious stuff like the wedding of Derek and Eric and for making Jane Eliza Coop wear that yellow tuxedo, one of the best things, and Jane trying to cut the budget on the wedding, and Brad getting fired at the beginning by Larry Wilmore's character, which was hilarious, and Penny at the Skype table, and Max and Mandana, and Brian Austin Green. It was just so much, to me, hilarious, but I really, because I'm kind of a softy, the thing I loved was how sweet that season, I mean, it was heartbreaking for Penny, because she goes to Dave's room 
to um, sort of follow up based on a conversation and, and there's Alex and that's where Alex and Dave uh, are back out together and um, and at the ending we're with Max singing like a prayer with the choir and then Brad gets up and sings and Jane is watching Brad and then we end on Dave and Alex with a little secret handhold. I, uh, like I remember that now. So I believe so. one of the writers is here. Well, didn't Leela yeah. write? Leela Strong. Leela Strong. Leela Leela with Josh Leela. 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 Did she write Yes Sandwich too? And she wrote Yes Sandwich also. She also wrote Yes Sandwich. Leela. Leela, take two. Thank you for calling that out. Yes. All the writers were, and I'm again not just saying this, we're so talented and we had such such great writers on the show. Yeah, the 100%. best. Hundred percent. The decision to get Alex and Dave back together, how far along when did you decide that was gonna happen? Did you always think the show would have them break up, then ultimately get back to them and really break up? I think the thought was it, it was inevitable that they had to get back together. Well, I think the, the season one ended with Alex ready to maybe realize that she's made a mistake and there's that heartbreaking moment at the end of the season one finale where she realizes it's too late to do it and then we started them off in season two with their back together and then it felt like they needed, they would have, they did break up at the end of season three. Jamie Tarsus, one of our executive producers, sort of said like, you know they're going to have to get married at the end of season five and so season four might have been exploring Dave and Penny, you know, because that was something that we were you know, playing around with that idea. I don't know how successful that pairing would have been, but that's sort of roughly... <laughs> one, wow. one person liked where we were going long-term with the show. What is it? <laughs> so Lost, Lost had that the Jader and Skater or whatever it was, like the whole, what would the Penny and Dave Never saw fan it. people be? Is there like a nickname for that? Like the people who rooted for that that's relationship. Thank <laughs> you. Oh. I think it would. It Apparently, would one person is all you need now <laughs> to have a show. <laughs> I mean, this is our entire. I mean, you guys are all very sweet, but this is probably our entire audience right here. Yeah. yeah. Nice of you all to get someone, together. Yeah, someone. Metropolitan before, area of 18 million people, yeah. and we got. Yeah, I was, here. I was telling Graf earlier, someone before came up to us in the lobby and was like, um, I saw the picture you guys all went out to dinner last night. It must have been insane, people coming up to say hello to you. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> No one came over to say hello to us, and Alicia was screaming. <laughs> Alicia apparently no had a beautiful one. interaction with the fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Like screaming, and, and no one even, like, people complained that, like, they were like, that table is very loud. Like, there was no, none of that, and, and it's so weird when people. When we went like out later, one, one guy came over and he was like, came up to Alicia, and he's like, 24. <laughs> changed my life. <laughs> Made me want to become a props person. Okay. <laughs> so the next episode is uh, Sabado Free uh, Gigante, season three, episode two. That one written by Josh Bicell, I believe, right? I believe so. I'm so glad this one came up. I didn't know this because Jane trying to fix Penny or anybody was one of my, or Brad was always one of my favorite times on the show. And so Jane, giving you a compliment right now. This is where Jane and Jane takes Penny to buy a car. Oh, it's the best. And uh, you, you picked it. Why? What? Why did you? Yeah. I picked. I picked this. 
Um, yes. This is a good time. I enjoyed this one. I really like Rob Corddry. Um, no, the whole thing was great. And I, what happens in this, though? You get to, uh, you help I Penny. I That's this, the car, I thought it was because yeah. the cars are on. Blake Glass, Blake Glass. Yes. I loved that, I loved that I was, this was what my expertise was and was to bring Penny and then she went through that glass thing. Amazing. And watching her stunt double go through that and she's gonna get stitches, she had to go get rushed to the hospital. So was, that woman looked like Carrie after that, just blood everywhere. Everywhere. But it was so funny. <laughs> yeah, and the second and third take were even, but we had her keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kept yeah. getting funny. But Eliza was so, so funny blood. in that episode, but when that poor woman went through the glass, I was like, of course, at the craft table with like a donut in my mouth, like, Arr. And she walked out just she horrible. Just She's was, okay. She was, she, she moved away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I vaguely remember, I vaguely remember Rob Corddry setting the females on this panel's hearts aflutter that week. Oh, for sure. Every, yes, I remember, I remember feeling jealous. I remember, like, we were, I, we were all we were doing... Was it just me? It might have just No, I, no, it was you two. It was you two. We were, we were doing a scene in, in, in whatever, and... You were like, all like, yeah, everyone was more like, wrong. Yeah, everyone was so into fucking cordry. <laughs> He's got a thing. I know, I know. Real I, comedy hot on that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I liked uh, I liked how he was like he was such a perfectionist. Remember when he was shooting like his takes and he he was saying like the smallest line and like in the middle of the line he like fumbled like he said like us instead of is or something like that and he was like fuck fuck I'm sorry I'm sorry I was like dude it's okay man we don't really care. But Damon, remember when um, in the big first season you would always ask us like when's my coverage like when are they gonna oh yeah yeah and we'd be like they <laughs> did we got you already yeah they did oh they did i'll be like oh <laughs> i learned a lot on that show <laughs> I, I that was my first show so i didn't know like yeah. really anything I was, that was my oh, first cool. show i knew yeah nothing. it was fun we learned together it was we learned together yeah, yeah. But, i like that scene at the end <laughs> with uh the pig with the pig isn't the pig in that? Oh yeah, the chicken. No, the pig is Arnitas? in the. No, that's not. That's another car episode. Uh, but that was. Yeah, I, oh, you can, I like the pig. But the negotiation between Eliza and Cordry in the tag at the end, where she has her salary written on her. That was great. She has it on her at all times. Yeah. Jane always travels with her. I love that. Desired salary at all. Times. She also teleports in that episode. Seemed yes. Right. That's, that. that was sort of the beginning and the end for us. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that's as, right, as, I forgot. Because she was just a fly, right? Left yeah, she turned into a fly, right? Wait, do we not put that, that in? Was... Jane is magic. We I knew that. Yeah. Jane is magic. Yeah, that's when ABC started to move us away from Modern Family. <laughs> They're like, okay, Friday is the furthest that it can be from Modern Family. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so Alicia's episode is The Merry Pranksters, season episode. three, episode 12. Oh, I love that one. That's a great one. Be our greatest episode. <laughs> That was when... That was written by Gil Ozeri and Jackie Clark, who are terrific, both mm -hmm. of them. That might, be our, that might be the best episode we ever did. So great. Yeah. And so why did you pick this one? It was just the craziest for my character. Like, out of all the episodes that we did, this particularly was so over the top and insane. And I think the one line in this episode that I got to say, which is, a, I'm not as dumb as I am, kind of summed up... <laughs> <laughs> Alex so perfectly. So, yeah, and, and kind of at the end, I loved how she sort of messed with all of them in, in, in spite of it all, so it was sort of... Is that the usual suspects one? Kaiser yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Also, is that the one where we, we made you feel like you won the lottery? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. 
started with that. I remember, I remember when you shooting did that. He screamed so loud at us, and I was like, that was a choice. Like, that was really interesting. I remember like, you yeah, shooting that. You. you were like, fuck you, yeah. fuck you. So much came out in that. Then you made, you made Dave think he killed Max with a car. <laughs> Holy was, shit. You know, that, that episode was really like when, when you saw that the, it was like six horrible people. Yeah. <laughs> Those are my favorites. So my favorite scene, this not in this episode, was when you, remember when you won the lottery, you thought your performance in that? That is this episode. Oh, wait! We just, we just, we just, we just, we just, we just, about the quiz show I'm hosting after I am going to rush my wife to the hospital. Guys, guess what? Not embarrassed. I don't care. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. As you mentioned, this is the, the episode that really shows how much Alex changed. Can you talk about how making what she was in the first episode, which was she's not even in as much as probably the other characters, too, than what she became? <laughs> I was talking to Alicia about this last night. There was a glimmer. I give Josh Baisel, who was one of our, our uh, uh, joined me and David in the, in the second, third season, is, is helping us run the show. He, and he was there from the beginning uh, in first season. He sort of said, like, is maybe we, because we, well, like, Alex has done this thing by running away from her love of her life at the altar. So, you know, Alicia was so super likable and, and fun. Like, what can we do that, and we, so we made her a little dim, shall we say? But in the second episode. Optimistic. Optimistic. Like, yeah, optimistic. Uh, idealistic. Enthusiastic. Enthusiastic. Um, but also dumb as shit. <laughs> But there was a joke in the second episode where she says, uh, this I read is it. your joke. He's not going to take credit for it, but he should. This was your joke. I read it in a book I read. Where she <laughs> I, That's no, a no, crop no. joke. I heard it in a book I read. I heard it in a book I heard. This was his joke. I never heard my own jokes. I heard it in a book I heard. And that felt like, so that gave us like a way in, and we started to explore that. Yeah. Um, and then we started like, because Alex was also like tough and wise in Loved her own food. way. She loved to eat. Loved to eat. Oh, I was thinking about the, I love the Alex and, and Brad thing. story. Oh, yeah. In when the they both story. discovered yeah. they love rom-coms. <laughs> and then we angle on the, the movie theater, and Alex has that big meatball sub that she's eating. Oh, no, in, the, the one, in the theater eating? In the movie theater, yeah. yeah. Uh, my favorite one of her food bit Chinese, the one the Chinese food? No, it's when you get drunk, you eat ribs. Ribs. <laughs> that was so funny. Oh and when I we were doing the, ribs. when we were drinking that orange juice, the, I think, did we not throw up, both of us, that day? Because of <laughs> how, much, how much orange juice we consumed? Is that your Italian? Plastic. When you get drunk, you speak Italian? Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. where, and that's the same episode with, was that with Damon's, yeah. with Brad's dad? Was that all no, the same remember. episode? <laughs> I see him all the time. <laughs> it came out of his dick. <laughs> yeah, with the Nerf gun. <laughs> and they burned down the apartment across the street and Paul Shear and all that. Shear, the great Paul Shear. Oh, Shear. Awesome. That was one where we actually, because we always, like, like Groff was saying, we always would like try to save really funny people for parts that we thought would recur, but then we just didn't plan ahead enough to know like really what would recur. So we missed a lot where we're like, we would have Matt Walsh and not get to bring him back because there was not like another game they had to play with an announcer. Um, <laughs> but so it was always a bummer when we couldn't bring these super funny people back. But, but um, luckily with Paul, that character kept coming back and, and uh, he's so funny. So funny. That w he came back in the NyQuil episode too, right? 
Yeah, they, yeah. Alex, yeah. It's Alex sort of a cult is, thing, right? Yeah, they yeah. sort of cult. <laughs> and then, and then he, she realizes that he wants to murder people. She's like, <laughs> I'm out. And his wife, June Diane Raphael, who's hilarious, is... Oh, yeah. June. She was in the season one finale with C.J. Miller, who's also hilarious. Shershaw. And the idea was that they would keep coming back, yeah. too, and we just, we just... We ran out of time, We got guys. canceled. <laughs> that's really it. Yeah. That's really, that sums it up. All kind of comes up. down to that. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys mentioned all the terrific writers. So I, um, I reached out to them. I know Gil is Harry, so they sent oh, me... Shit. So they know some questions. So uh, Gil had one question. It's about the size of my head. Uh, first to Adam, would you say your head has increased by centimeters? <laughs> or feet? Bill's cancellation. And the second part is also to Adam. No, seriously, has your head grown in centimeters, inches, or feet? And then he sent a picture. I don't know. With the arrow. Is he the arrow? But he has a big head. The reason he's he's doing that is because my head is the size of Casey's torso. (laughs) Look. (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to bring the room down, but I think it's kind of insensitive <laughs> of Gil. I have a, I have mask disease. <laughs> <laughs> the wind up. <laughs> oh my God, dude. <laughs> you got it. Got I, uh, I don't need any more. I'm good. No, we're good. Damon was the punchline to that joke for you. <laughs> Damon saved that joke for you. No, I would have got there. I don't know. <laughs> I would have got there. I still got this audience. Uh, Prentice Penny want to know to David how many times do you say Sandoz? Who? Prentice Penny. Penny. Oh. Is that how you said sandwiches? Sandoz? The black writer. <laughs> the, only, the only other black dude on the show. You don't remember Prentice? <laughs> Not remember. Ruff, you run blackish. <laughs> you don't remember Prentice? <laughs> There was a very well-dressed writer. <laughs> Prentice is always very well-dressed. Yeah. He was. Uh, Too well terrific dressed. writer. We love Prentice. He's yes. now running an HBO show. Issa Rae's Insecure. Yeah. Uh, uh, terrific Burger. guy. I may, have, uh, I may have called him Sandoz. I don't know. That was back when I ate sandwiches. That was his question. Oh, Prentice had sorry. one question. <laughs> we spent the entirety of this 90 minutes talking about how great our writers are, and that motherfucker <laughs> asks about sandwiches. <laughs> Apparently, the one thing you can't write is good question. <laughs> uh, Jason Berger wanted to say, uh, remember that day Eric LaSalle came to the office? Why did Eric LaSalle come to the office? <laughs> he, was re- he was auditioning for something down the hall for some show, and he popped his head in and said, like, claimed that he was a huge fan. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. He popped his head in the writer's room. Remember that? Yeah, we had some weird Bobby Flay came by at some point. <laughs> Well, his uh, wife was, or ex-wife. Did not bring uh, any food, Fly. She no, Stephanie March played uh, Jane's sister. Yeah, there's, there's some funny, like, celebrity fan stories. I was at the Grove in LA, and Amanda Peet came up to me. She came up to me at Equinox. Yeah. <laughs> Amanda Peet came I up to Amanda me. I found Amanda Peet in my trap. <laughs> Amanda Beat came up to me and was gushing about the show, and at, 
this point in the show, I think we had offered it to like big name. I mean, she was big name, whatever. That we had offered it to people that we wanted it to be on the show, and people were passing, or and yeah, or anything. She was like, "Oh my god, I want. I'm dying to be on the show." And I'm like, "I think they have a story coming up with a sister of the girls. You should. Do, should I tell the guys that you want to do the show?" And she was like, "Oh my god, please go to the go to the writers right now. Tell them that I want to do the show. I'm feeling like." I'm about to do a huge service to the, sh to the happy endings. I go tell the writers, immediately the offer goes out, probably in like five minutes, she passed. <laughs> <laughs> she passed. Yeah. That happened and I just a lot. saw her again yeah. recently, a week ago, since that time, and there was just nothing but cold, <laughs> dead space. <laughs> I thought you were going to say she was like, I really still wanted to do the show. <laughs> so David, I've, I've read you talk about how there were some offers, but none of you felt was right. Can you talk about what sort of offers there were to bring this show back in some form and what wasn't right about it? Just the people in the back yeah. like, want the show. Yeah. I felt like a smaller applause for that than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Turn them all down. Everyone's <laughs> like, when's this over? Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, I believe we scheduled this a little fat here, guys. Yeah. Hour and a half. We are losing that. We only did uh, three seasons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, none of the, like, they've been, like, to do six episodes shot on an iPhone or something, you know what I mean? It's like, it's not what you, you know, it's not what anyone wants, to be honest. But if, I, I think that if someone would actually let us do it the real way, that everybody would want to do it. But we have not gotten that, uh, if there was a, have not gotten that offer. If there was a streaming service that had some kind of interest in it. Right. <laughs> Three hundred white about people can't be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> One black person. <laughs> hey, she liked Penny and Dave. <laughs> but you'd, you'd want it to be a series, not a movie. Is that is preferably? Or are you do a movie? I would do anything. I don't know. We would do, do anything probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't speak for all them, but I would. I mean, it's fun. So you know, why not? I think we would all do anything. Yeah, movie would, pretty much. Movie would be cool. Movie, movie would be cool. Movie would be awesome. Yeah, it's I'd worked for. I'd rather do a series shows, though. That'd be fun to do. Like usually, <laughs> when a show does a movie, it's a huge hit. Yeah, it's yeah. enormous. <laughs> Fire walk wouldn't. with me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I would love to do it. Honestly, they all said it. Like you, it was a lot of our sort of first show, and it was a lot of fun, and everybody got along so well that you kind of felt like, oh, it's a bummer, it's canceled, but the next one is going to be great. And then I know, me personally, it's just not always. Then I did marry me. Yeah. Then... <laughs> tough. Tough, tough. Uh, no, but it's just not always this fun, you know. Are you so. guys going right from this into the marry me panel? Uh, do you guys still think of jokes uh, for your characters, or like every once in a while think, oh, that'd be a funny thing for this person to say? No. <laughs> I know across the board. No, we've no. We, we think of jokes, but we don't like think of them. <laughs> yeah, we're real people. Yeah. 
<laughs> so what do you think or hope the legacy of the show is and you know, what brought all these people here today for you guys? Well, first, <laughs> first off again, uh, this is only like 300 <laughs> And so I don't mean to like, this is amazing. And Eliza's whole family's here. Yeah, I'm like half of New Hampshire. <laughs> But I, this is amazing and this is awesome. But I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like the the legacy for me is more personal than I would even care about what happens with the show. I, I don't give a shit. It, it, it's like because because I've like this. The best part of this whole thing. Sorry, I'm swinging my right hand around. The, the best part of this whole thing was just getting like a couple days with these guys, like in really concentrated quarters again, and so. That is the only legacy that I would even care about. Um, and so I would hope that there would be another chance personally to do it. And if that was the show, then that would be great. But I, I just would love to be around these people more. Wow. Did not expect that from him. <laughs> that took a turn. <laughs> I mean, not all of these people. So we'll open up for questions. Uh, raise your hand and we'll bring a mic to you. We'll go there because that guy was the Best first thing. in line. <laughs> well, he have a mic out there. He flew here for this. He did. What? From Montreal. From Montreal. Montreal. Yeah. Oh. Cool. Montreal. Hi, uh -oh. Giancarlo from Montreal. Completely, completely obsessed. It's really oh. a problem. Ms. Wilson, <laughs> I must ask, who had the pleasure of teaching you Italian? for that wonderful episode. I have so many other questions, but I've picked that one. You're so sweet. We had a dialect coach, and she came to the trailer and, and put it down on a CD for me, and I just learned it phonetically with her over and over again, and it was wonderful. What was that? You've agreed to recreate that, that classic scene for us all time? <laughs> all right, I'll accept that you go right ahead and... <laughs> Moving on, where can we buy Bassett by Angela for Angela Bassett? Well, we can. I, I am collaborating with her to come out with a line. And Chris Jenner as well, because of all the promotion you've given that lovely book of hers. I know. I didn't even know she it's was. It's too literate. much, too much. It really is too much. And finally, can you please recreate the Jazz Wando uh, last? <laughs> with the, we need that. What's we that? need that. The fans need that. All right, you'll do the movie instead. Fine. <laughs> wow. Was Jazz Wando when we did our. Yeah, the two oh, the of you. The Krav Maga. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Casey oh, got injured during that one. Goodness. One of the many times Casey got yeah. injured. And that was Gil Ozeri. Yes. Yes, Gil Ozeri played the Krav Maga teacher. Yes. Thank you. With fervor. Fervor. <laughs> Next question. I, I have to say that, that that Angela Bassett joke is one of those jokes that I will just be driving and I'll think about Bassett by Angela. For yeah, I hear that joke a lot. The other one I was telling Alicia last night is I'll, 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 I'll hear on the radio the band and I'll go, oh, that's my, my, my morning jacket jacket. <laughs> I love stupid joke. I love. Over there. <laughs> They're both Hello. Jokes, right? Um. Huge fan of the show. I'm currently rewatching it via podcast for from start to finish in the correct order. In oh. the correct order. Found that on Wikipedia. Um, I just want to know, is there any scene in particular that you could not keep it together during? Like, uh, in my mind, I picture it being the, the rom-con con scene when you're going in the diner back and forth about the different conventions that you would want to see, and the guy just turns around and tells you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm just guessing here. 
And we always, we would always lose, especially hours. on Friday night. Yeah, hours would go by and they would not get a shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially when it was all of us together. Oh. Because oh. The, the challenge was to get whoever is on camera to break. Yeah. So it's really counterproductive. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah, if you looked at the, at the sheet yeah. for the day, if it, you know, if you saw that it was all six of us in that last scene, you knew. Oh, we were like, you were you weren't, you weren't, you weren't going home. Yeah. You weren't going home. Damon. 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 I mean, Damon. Yeah. Damon. Damon. Is it, breaking Damon is like the great joy it's of the my best life. Thing. <laughs> I, I put breaking Damon up there with seeing my kids smile. <laughs> uh, so the single true. greatest joy, uh, and it was the most fun ever because he 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 breaks you nonstop. That's easy. But he, when it would go to his coverage, he would leak. It start to leak out, and then it'd be half hour, hour, two hours. Wait, 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 I could get it. And then one time, one time, he couldn't get it. He couldn't get it so hard, he walked away and he's like, I'm a man. I'm a man. And he came back and he was like, you can see him shaking. Oh, man. Oh my God, dude. Next question. There. Do you remember getting any memorable notes from standards and practices? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Cool. I mean, <laughs> I have a relate. I mean, I will truly give a shout out to Larry Harrington, who is the uh, standards and practice guy who I had, I mean, a relationship with closer than we had. <laughs> uh, we would talk three times a day, and it was so, I mean, there, and then there was gamesmanship of like, we'd put in a bunch of stuff that we knew we couldn't get so that I could then get on the phone with him and be like, okay, I'll give you this, this, and this, but if you will give me this. And he was actually really, he was a big fan of the show, so he, he wanted us to get stuff in. Um, I remember one thing that got in that that he didn't realize, and, and uh, the Libman brothers saw him at a table read for another show, and it was, he came up to them and he said, you know what you guys got by me that I didn't realize was buzz one out, which was what... <laughs> He just simply didn't know, I mean, it was made up, so, it, but uh, it was, we thought, pretty clear. But he, uh, yeah, he missed that one. So that was one of our biggest victories. Larry, got, Larry, Larry. We also got uh, rotary dialed, I think. Another coupe line, I believe, right? Another coupe line. Shocker coupe what had all is the blue shit. What's yeah, all the sexual. Uh, <laughs> What's it what was it? about the Penny getting felt up in high school, somebody rotary dialed, mm -hmm. something like that. <laughs> Oh, the phone, that goes Yeah. Oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> all right, get it. Hello, uh, you had mentioned possibly exploring the Penny-David relationship later on. Was there any other story ideas that were up for season four, including anything the characters wanted to see happen with uh, who they were playing? I always wanted Dave to become a cop. <laughs> That would have been great. That would have been, awesome. been great. You never pitched us that. I, I pitched. I pitched. <laughs> Did you? That would have been great. Like I wanted to come back. I wanted to, to come back. Like fat buzz cut. Something. Just, <laughs> you know. Something just totally funny. different. Next question. Hey. So two questions. First, I wanted to know if you thought my spring Smackdown shirt was <laughs> suck it. 
Wow. wow. So great. Um, you guys kind of touched on it, but guest stars, I wanted to know if there was anybody that you wanted that you couldn't get or like dream guest stars. Because I think the only parents we didn't see, this is how much I know, we didn't see Brad's mom or right. Dave's mom. So like, did you have people in mind for them? Mm. Amanda Pete. <laughs> I don't think we did. I thought we, I said, didn't we think about having a Whoopi be my mom? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that would have been awesome. Yeah. That's right. That would have been great. And I can't, I, I would have been dying to see who they recast as mine. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. My question is, uh, Casey kind of touched on it in an interview, but I wanted to know everyone else's thoughts, um, if you had any at all, if it affected you in the least bit, but that asshole who uh, started the Twitter countdown, the fake Twitter oh. countdown. What is it? Oh, Eliza doesn't know about it. Someone know anything. It's like me. Okay. <laughs> Twitter. Bring her Twitter. up to speed. It was uh, the Happy Rights Twitter account. Someone started a countdown, which I think everyone was probably going to really excited oh, for. Yeah, and yeah, it was yeah, April yeah. Fools. Twice. By Burger. The, it happened twice. No, we, we, we didn't do that. No, nobody did that. Why? Someone get sued? No, somebody did that. We uh, we we had nothing funny. to do with that. That was, like, that was. Did you guys have any? Did you? I mean, did you? I um, saw it. I thought it was funny. Thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> this is like our biggest contention. Yeah, this is. We fight I'm about this so all the time. Angry. I don't she know. Has, why. I, I love it. I think it's funny. What's funnier than a countdown clock to nothing? <laughs> It wasn't nothing. It wasn't nothing. It was a You're great. selling it better than he did. Yeah, that was funny. That's what true. You just his, said. Me his message was not clear, but <laughs> <laughs> I like the thought behind it. Hi. Um, Adam joked that you would want to do a 40 somethings in Philadelphia, but really, what would you think that your characters would be doing now after all this time? They're not 40. <laughs> no, no, I know they're not, but he just he joked that when I he, know, I know. Yeah. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. So where would they be now? Um. I uh, I think Max would some I guess this is a pitch. I think uh, Max would somehow have used the um, uh, the way that our country has progressed in the last uh, three to four years to his advantage. So I I believe that he would be somewhere in politics campaigning for Trump. Campaigning for Trump. <laughs> would be my hope. Would be for that he Trump? was like Trump's business manager or something. <laughs> Um, something like that, something big where he's stealing. <laughs> Somewhere last night in the drunken madness, oh, no. somebody pitched that Max comes back with AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> and Penny, Penny gets it to lose weight. <laughs> I, believe the, I believe the pitch went like this. No offense to anybody. Max. Oh my. Max thinks when is this Max over? Thinks, Max thinks he has AIDS. Right. Max no. thinks he has AIDS. Penny no. thinks he looks good because he's lost a lot of weight. <laughs> she decides, I she's like, it's basically curable. You? So she has sex with Max. And then she gets pregnant, and then she, and then she gets pregnant with Max's baby, and Max has to tell her he doesn't have AIDS. <laughs> It's and then really they raise diet. a child. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, uh, I mean, these, now we can't use that. Now that yeah. coming soon. Oh my God. Oh wow. Coming soon. We had a lot of fun last night. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever have kids? No, no. Kids. No. 
no children. <laughs> I, though, I, I, not to be too sentimental about that, but I, I do love that. This is so strange. I'm, I'm going in and out of stuff today. <laughs> Are you I, crying? I'm crying. Uh, I do love the, the dynamic of uh, Brad and Jane, though, yeah. especially now. Like, you don't see on television married couples that love each other that, like, are not stressing about like are we gonna have a kid or what they were just a married couple that were in love and living in, in an awesome apartment and like it was it was really refreshing and I still don't think that that you see that on television and you never see a married couple moving as a unit it's always like if there's a show with a married couple the problem is the marriage mm -hmm. and it's like I don't I think people get married and are okay. Like, <laughs> you know, people seem to be okay, and and I and that's I love that, I, and and I like watching those episodes. I agree. Of it. Yeah, seems they were like awesome. you didn't see marry me. <laughs> Where were all of you for fucking marry me? That's the question. Come on. <laughs> all right, that is it. Thank Hold you on. Guys for One more? Before you end it, can we just give a, mention a few people because this show really was made by 200 people. Um, I'm not going to name them all right now, but um, just want to name as many writers as we can think of real I'll, quickly. I'll quickly mention our fantastic line producer, Matt Nadella. Matt Nadella, great. Uh, Hillary Winston, Lila Strawn, Gail Lerner, Jackie Clark, uh, Eric Summers, Clark, Eric Brian Summers, Gallivan. John Gallivan. Uh, Brian Gallivan, uh, Bicel, Josh Bicel, uh, Stephen Craig, Brian Bradley, uh, Horacio and Port, Prentice Penny, Prentice Penny, Penny. Um, Sierra Ornales, Sierra Ornales, yes, Lita, anyone else? Uh, uh, Lana Dan, oh yeah, Dan Rubin and Lon Zimmet, super funny. Uh, Jason Berger, Todd Linden, um, Sean Russell. Regan, Sean Russell. This is awesome the best people. part. This is a great way to end a panel, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> But they were this is literally like watching the embodiment of movie credits. <laughs> uh, and the whole crew, the, the crew was so awesome too, and, and we had the same people the whole time, and they were great, and, and uh, I'm also, sure we forgot some writer. Oh, Jamie Tarsus was yeah. the executive producer. Yeah. Uh, show would not have happened without her. That's anyone else? I don't know if we well, forgot anyone. Thank you guys for well, being there. Thank fans. you, exactly. Thank you. That's it for another episode of Good One. Good One is produced by Mike Comente. Justin D. Wright did our theme song. Write a review and rate the show on Apple Podcasts. Five stars, please. And hey, if you know anyone who might like the podcast, maybe tell them. What the heck? You can email any comments, questions, or laughing around suggestions to goodonepodcast at gmail.com. I'm Jesse David Fox, and you can follow me at Jesse David Fox. We'll be back next week with a new episode and a new joke. Have a good one. That was a HeadGum Podcast.